Welcome one and all to Umami Manga. I'm one of your hosts, Petter, and with me as always I've got my co-host James. How's it going? And in today's episode we are talking about volume 3 of Kaguya-sama Love is War. So yeah, just continuing the series. We, we've covered the first two previously in the month. And yeah, today it's volume 3. We're gonna start by talking about the characters. Usual, usual structure. Talking about the characters one by one, then we're gonna talk about the comedy aspect and the romance aspect of the volume after that. So starting with the characters, uh, we've usually started with Kaguya Shinomiya. Do you want to start there today mm-hmm. as well? or <laughs> I, I, I'm fine with where, wherever you want to start. All right, cool. Well, so I, I was actually going to say, because for this volume, I, um, there were actually two, two characters that weren't Kaguya or Miyuki that I ended up taking the most, the most notes for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but we we can go the like around the usual order anyway. I think I think that works. All right. So so Kaguya Shinomiya. Starting off, I thought it was really fun to see her uh, like just how prepared she was in the first chapter, the umbrella battle, where she mm-hmm. had like she had like so thoroughly like really like she she checked the the bike racks to see if like t- she knew Miyuki hadn't taken the bike to school. Uh, mm-hmm. And like she, she, she had just so thoroughly like she, she really, really had the upper hand there, and it was all thanks to her preparations and her, you know, having really, right. uh, you know, gone into that. I, I thought that was really fun to see. Yeah, that chapter especially shows how, like you said, how thorough and how far she goes to plan these, you know, potential uh, love confessions, if you will. Yeah. And I do think that's something that we've seen in the past few volumes. So. True. For me, it wasn't necessarily something that incredibly stood out, just, but just how almost absurd it seemed, like how, <laughs> how meticulous it all was, you know. Yeah. Pun- puncturing her own car's tire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, and as you said, yeah, it, we, we definitely have seen kind of this side. Like, this chapter technically wasn't, like, unique as far as, like, the battle itself went, because uh, it was really just another one of those mind battles between Kaguya and Miyuki that ended with Chika, you know, coming in and <laughs> doing her unpredictable things or, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in that regard, I guess, yeah, it wasn't that special. But but yeah, it was it was a fun one regardless. Right. I, I do think how that chapter ends is, is special. It's, totally, yes, yes. I mean, it's kind of the first time where they've had anything that's remotely close to being a couple, if you will. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. they're not they're not a couple yet, and they they haven't gotten to that point. But how it ended with them both sharing the umbrella, even though it wasn't raining. Yeah. It, you know, it, <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about it later, I suppose. But I think it, uh-huh. it, it as this chapter said, it was a win for both of them, in that sense. Yeah, um, I mean, that's honestly one of the sweetest moments so far in the story. I, yeah. I would I would definitely say, so so nice. <laughs> for sure. So innocent and so sweet. It's, oh, I love for it. For sure. For me, the biggest thing about Kaguya that was somewhat different, this volume was showing more of her insecurities. We saw a bit of it last volume where, you know, she contemplated what would happen if she confessed. What if I, oh, you know, what if I was rejected? But in this one, we see one, I mean, one moment, one moment is where she basically i mean it's it's supposed to be a joke but she's she's glaring at chica's chest uh oh yeah when they at, su- switch at, to at, the summer uniforms right when they switch to the summer uniforms <laughs> i mean 
that's already been there. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe maybe not as obvious as this time, but it has been there. So she is a little subconscious about the fact that Chica is larger in that area, right? <laughs> more developed <laughs> than she is. Uh-huh. But the one that really gets me is the nail scene, and that there. Yes. Um, mm. Let's see what what was that? I have it in my notes. It was called Kaguya Wants to Be Noticed, Battle Twenty Five. Yeah. And that one where she gets her nails done and she wants Miyuki to, to notice them somehow. And, you know, obviously Miyuki kind of picks up on that, but not... I mean, he picks up on the fact that she has her nails done, but not the fact that she wants him to comment on it. Right, um, <laughs> exactly. But uh. there, obviously he doesn't say anything until the very end. But before that, she even contemplates, like I'll ne- or she says, I'll never be pretty. Which is yeah. total opposite of what, of kind of the attitude she's had before, in in that you know I she knows she's gorgeous. She has these this feminine appeal. She, you know, mm. is one of the most beautiful people on campus, and then right. she says, "I'll never be pretty," and so it, I, you know, I I think it. There's a couple of ways you could read that one. It could be, um, she, the facade of being this beautiful person. You know, that's not really how she views herself or it could be that the mind of a teenager or maybe the mind of people's they they fluctuate sometimes we are more proud of ourselves and and other times other times we get down on ourselves and you know we think negatively so i i like how real that that felt that reaction i I mean i I mean i maybe i can't speak too much to experience but I, i feel like people if your crush doesn't notice this or you're you know, your crush doesn't say this about you. You you feel negatively about yourself or something like that. You know, that that's just yeah. human nature. Right. We don't really see that too much. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely nice to see this kind of, you know, the, this side of, of Kage in this volume. And I think a third way, although you kind of also, also like, it was kind of similar to your, your second uh, mm. thing there. But a third way that I kind of read it is also, like, basically what that chapter is about, at least, you know, as, from Kage's perspective. It's, it's uh, I, I feel like... It's been such a long time now, you know, it's been over half a year that sh- these feelings have been developing and for for at least the past couple of months, they've been they've been at this, you know, war of love with each other, <laughs> trying to, mm-hmm. to, you know, make each other confess. And so it's it's been going on for such a long time now uh, that she, maybe that's a, could, could be a part of a reason why she loses some of this confidence. It's just it's taken too long, and she might feel to a degree that oh. what if Miyuki doesn't actually think of me the way I think of him? That's a good point. I, I mean, I'm I'm I have no idea if she wants to acknowledge that, or if, is she still struggling struggling to acknowledge the fact that she likes him? I don't know, but she very much wants him to notice her, yeah, and uh. I think yeah, that's a, that's a good, good good point that they've been at this for a while and not even ha- having her nails done makes <laughs> makes him notice her. I, I yeah. think it's a little bit. I think it's a little bit of both, you know, uh, or a, a lot of those things like. Definitely, I think together. it could be all all three of those things. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. On a completely different note, regarding Kaguya, I thought she was legitimately terrifying in the that's in true. in use in use introduction chapter. <laughs> yes. Ah. Oh. Gosh, so scary. Obviously, we'll get to, we'll talk about Yui Shigami later, but right. oh my god, 
She was like that's the scariest we've seen her so far. I, mm-hmm. I think. Well, you know, I think this volume you you get a few glimpses of her truly terrifying side. I mean, in volume one we had the we had the one where she basically says, uh, "You're dead to me," to Chica, and yeah. that was that was scary. But these these are all terrifying. You can understand why Ishigami would fear for his life. Yeah, especially because of how perceptive he is as a person, like and and yeah. very we'll go into sensitive. that later, but we will, we will. But you know, for him especially, I I feel so sorry for him. She was legitimately like threatening his life, like straight up. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it just shows how serious of a person or almost over the top Kaguya can be in some mm-hmm. cases. You know, I I mean, there sometimes there's people like that where you just don't quite, maybe not quite. You, Get along, maybe the wrong word, but you know they. Maybe that is it. Like you, you don't quite get along, you don't quite mesh, and so you just kind of get out of their way. <laughs> you know. Guess, yeah. But then again, I so. like I don't know. I think there's some. There is some sort of potential friendship going on there. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, when there was a moment in the last chapter, I think it was when they were talking about the exams and mm-hmm. and. Kaguya says, I can't remember exactly what she says, but she basically like tells you to, you know, focus on his studies and like it, it, you should definitely study so you don't, you know, have to, you know, get among the lower, uh, like lower ranks again. Yeah. So like in a way she's looking out for him as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's also one moment in the, in this volume where Chika refers to Kaguya, uh, the way she was back in junior high as like an ice princess she says she was like mm. an alien from a different planet and i thought that was that was a funny or a nice little what's the word like a easter egg easter egg i guess to callback? reference yeah I, I was gonna say callback but it's not technically i mean it's a callback to a completely different thing it's not not a completely different, but a different thing to the tale of the bamboo cutter that we talked about um mm. in the first when we talked about the first volume where, you know, Princess Kaguya in that story comes from the moon, which is obviously the moon is not a planet, but it is, you know, a different celestial body thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I feel like that was maybe a little hint toward that, uh, but obviously not nothing in your face. So I thought that was nice. Yeah, I agree. Uh, going going back to kind of her things with Ishigami, Oh, yeah. I thought it was I thought it was interesting where she had some plan about a cafe or something like that and she taped the tickets to the bottom of the desk. I, yeah. <laughs> I I wonder what was she planning with that? I have no idea what was she just going to be like or you know Miyuki is oh I've never been to a cafe or he says yeah. something like that. Uh-huh. And then oh she's like if we had a coupon what how, what was she going to do? Oh, I suddenly found these coupons. Like, what? I think so. It, at least oh, that's how I... <laughs> like, oh, oh, would you look at that? I found <laughs> these coupons under the table. <laughs> like, I, I imagine. May, maybe Ishigami did her service. On, honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she would have probably lost that battle if that, you know, if that had been an actual chapter. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe she had something more than our feeble minds could comprehend, but... Uh, True, you never know. <laughs> but either way, it w- it was funny how Ishigami kind of ruined that, and then yeah, she, she, that stare, that glare she gives him is yeah. horrifying. De- definitely, yeah. But anyway, poor little Ishigami. Yeah. 
<sighs> Anything more on Kaguya? Uh, I think that's pretty much it. I, mm. I mean, for Kaguya and Miyuki, uh, the, probably more so Yuki, Miyuki, I think they kind of took a step back as the of the limelight meaning they're still the main characters but there mm-hmm. there's in this volume more so than the past two there's more people to share the limelight with and Definitely. so for me i think there's a few other characters who shined a little more than than both of them um particularly miyuki but i guess we'll go mm-hmm. into miyuki now right uh yeah let's let, let's do that I, I also don't have too much on him mm-hmm. you know i felt similarly to you about this volume, but yes, Miyuki Shirogane. He, <laughs> the dork that he is, he invited Kaguya yeah. to listen to some French sentences, <laughs> like in the earbuds. <laughs> oh, that was such an amazing, like, uh, <laughs> like what a uh, twist. <laughs> yeah, uh, what's the oh uh, my god punchline? Punchline. That was such a, yeah, a great yeah. punchline. <laughs> totally. Uh, I, I. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, good, good for him, right? I mean, he's trying to learn French, like. Right. Yeah. You know, for you know, whenever they're gonna have a, a gathering like that again with the French <laughs> students. <laughs> but he did. He did kind of ruin his, uh, chance. I guess you could say. Yeah, and, and like Kaya got legitimately like upset with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ruined my romantic fantasies, basically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, besides, like, comedic things, because there was, there was that other chapter where he was trying to get the Kashiwaki's boyfriend to go with it a part-time job, which yeah. was pretty was pretty funny. I I think the best chapter and the really one where he has more of a a role is the final one, the Battle 30, the Miyuki Shirogane Can't Lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I One, it's hilarious, but it also shows, again... Uh, a bit of his insecurity, but also the fact that this exam, placing number one of the exams is is his only way, basically his only way to one-up Kaguya. And yeah. not just one-up, but be on the same playing field as, as she is, at least in his eyes. Uh-huh. If, if he's not number one, then there's no way he can measure up to her perfection, her beauty, or her, you know, just who she is. Her Her so, splendor. Her splendor. And so that's a good one. And so <laughs> I, I think that chapter was was great. Just to not only see the competition they have, because that didn't end up as you know one falling for the other. They, you know, they were both very competitive in that. But it just mm. shows Miyuki, um, how how he views Kaguya, and then how he views himself compared to her. Right. So. Yeah. 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 That exactly. And actually, that that chapter got me thinking about. So we learned that at Shuchin Academy, the student council works that the president is elected by the students oh, of the yeah. school, but mm-hmm. then the, the the student president or the council president chooses the rest of the council. Like he personally was that that, was that, that chapter or was that earlier? Uh, early I can't. Re- it was in this volume at least. I can't actually remember which chapter that was uh, set in. But regardless. Uh, yeah. I think it was that chapter anyway that, that got me thinking about this and like why he would have chosen Kaguya as the vice president because I don't imagine they really knew each other before that. Mm, um, and so point. my thinking about that was, as, as, at least as far as I can tell based on what we read so far, is like my best guess would be that he chose her because she was the one mostly rivaling him in, in uh, grade scores. 
mm. out of anyone at the school. And and since he's such a you know he 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 values hard work so much. You know, like I think you know he himself is a workaholic and he values that kind of thing in others as well. I think so. I think based on that, I could see him choosing someone else that he supposes works hard. You know, to get high mm-hmm. high scores potentially. That's it. Yeah, I think that's an excellent point. Point. I I I was wondering why he did choose the people he did. Uh-huh. It, it, you know, that does make you wonder. And I think my first thought was, oh, maybe he did it because he, maybe he kind of just just liked her vaguely, like you know, just oh, thought she was cute. But I think you're right. I think your idea is makes much more sense because I, I I didn't think that would make sense for Miyuki's character just to be have a little um you just like someone like that oh yeah it it, make, it makes more sense to for it to be you know oh she, she's number two you know she's just as good as me at academics she she probably has a good head on her shoulders right you know yeah. and, and she probably already had a reputation to be honest so he probably oh, yeah. knew of her true that but true that. uh but still I think that all those factors or well Minus the liking thing, I, I think that may be safe to say that probably didn't happen until they got to know each other more. Yeah, and it um, seems, at least based on what we see in, like, the, I guess you could call it prologue of the first volume, mm-hmm. it seems like like six months ago when they started having these thoughts about each other, that was, they were already in the student council together at that yeah. point. Yeah. It, seem, it seemed like. I agree. So, that's that was a good mm-hmm. thing you picked up on. So, that does make me wonder, though... Why did he pick Chika and why did he pick Ishigami? Like, how did he know Ishigami <laughs> was going to be the, you know, number cracking whiz or whatever, you know, the fast, the budget yeah. worker that he is? How, how did he, how did he know that? I'll, I'll okay. say this. Uh huh. I'm not gonna go into the reason behind him choosing Ishigami because mm-hmm. I know that and I don't feel like I could, you know, it would. Right. Uh, um, that's fair. I'll definitely let you theorize about that though, but I do, uh, I, I can't speculate on, on, on Chiga. And uh, I think my best guess there would be that she's a longtime friend of Kaguya. So maybe if he chose Kaguya first as his vice president, then maybe she vouched for Chika potentially being like, yeah, I, I know this girl. Okay. The two of them had been friends for like a while before that. Oh yeah. Yeah, totally. And so maybe it was a thing where he chose the vice president, and then, and then they talked about who the two to choose next. I can see Possib- that. Possibly, yeah. Or maybe, or maybe he knew that Chica. They maybe he knew that they were friends, like Chica and Kaguya were friends. Yeah, I'm not absolutely. sure. He he totally might have known that like since before he chose Kaguya. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. What are your theories about Chica? I I I honestly don't know. I I I think. My best guess was it had something to do with Kaguya, but I hmm. was like, what would what would make Miyuki want to choose her <laughs> other than maybe looks? I don't know. Like, maybe he was like, okay, let's see. Who, 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 who would be a great harem for me? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, is a, there is a part of this in this volume where he's uh-huh. like, for a brief moment, uh, 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 Miyuki enjoyed his harem right like, like he was in a harem <laughs> right like, yeah uh, <laughs> I, I yeah like it's fair for him to have enjoyed that for a bit but overall as a character i don't think that's anything like that you know no. that he you know divulges in you know yeah i uh, i 
I, I, I understand. That maybe just that may just be just one of those wild fantasies that <laughs> I don't know. That may like maybe is popular in much Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ishigami. I'm not sure. I, I'm still not sure why he chose, other than potentially he saw somehow he saw his potential for for this kind of thing. And maybe maybe they have some sort of uh, background with each other, but I, I I couldn't tell you what that would be. I mean, Ishigami's dad is a toy president of a toy company, uh-huh. and then what? What is Miyuki's dad? He's. I mean, he doesn't come from like that special of a family, right? Like, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. That like high up or like pre- prestigious or exactly like, like that. So it, it doesn't seem like they would have been childhood friends, at least through their parents. So I don't know. Mm. I I'm not sure, but I'm I'm glad that we do get more information about that later on. So looking forward to that. Yes, as do I. <laughs> very very much so. Uh, and I also want to touch a little bit regarding Miyuki on his complete inability at playing volleyball and just, it's oh, implied yeah. just sports in general just does not mm-hmm. like he, he struggles with it immensely, not because he's out of shape or anything like that, but just because he just, it, he's uncoordinated. He, he's un- Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so I, I thought that was like interesting. We've, we've talked about this a bit in the previous volumes, volume discussions where Miyuki basically nothing comes naturally to him. He has to like study or practice everything a lot to be able to eventually get really, really good at it. But that that's mm-hmm. only because he practiced it so, so, so much. And you know, it's, it's true for his studies. It's true for his, for, for, for sports too. Uh, yeah. although potential, potentially, uh, sports are, a bit harder for him than like academic subjects maybe or or maybe it's just the fact that he knows how to study like that's something mm-hmm. he's learned how to do so that that goes easier potentially yeah um but on that note i also that like that got me thinking when he in the scene that we you, that you mentioned earlier when kashiwagi's boyfriend comes to the student council again and he shows him that he's got a um boat operator's license yeah, that was so random. And and yeah, totally. Uh, but he says that it like, it was pretty easy to get it, and I wonder if that was a lie. You know, was it really easy <laughs> for you to get that like boat operator's <laughs> license, Miyuki? Uh, something's telling me that it wasn't actually. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting because getting a driver driver's license in Japan is a expensive and b's mm. a, a little a little more difficult, at least for what uh. it's like in America. It's I it's see. really not not as easy. So I don't know like maybe 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 getting a boat is easier but that's or a boat license is easier but something oh, yeah. tells me that would uh or he's maybe stretching the truth there a little bit. Yeah, for, for him I'm sure it wasn't actually easy. <laughs> yeah, do you have anything more on Miyuki? Nah. All right. Well then, Chika Fujiwara, let's go. We're going the same good old order, top three, or good old three characters. Um, we get a little bit more insight to her, like, her like the her stuff dealing with her dad, and, like, her dad having mm-hmm. to approve, like, any story that has any type of romance in it. He has to approve it before <laughs> she's able to read it, or, I guess, watch it, or whatever medium it's in. Um, 
that, that's kind of sad, uh, but also, uh, yeah. like, I don't know. I it's, think she's uh, like, is it, I, I, I'm struggling to find the correct word, and when I was trying to put it in the notes, I couldn't, I couldn't quite get it right, so uh-huh. help me out here. She's like sexually imprisoned, no, sexually locked up? I don't know, it's, it, it's, I can't think of the right word. Basically, she has all these, you know, wants for romance and, and love. Hmm. And other desires, but she can't. It feels like she can't act on them, or at least uh, explore more of it and see and see romance in other ways, um, because of her father and his 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 strictness. Right. So, I, I really yeah. don't know what the right word for that would be. Um, yeah, but... I'm I'm not sure either. But I I think I think you were able to get your point across anyway. I I think yeah. I know what you mean. Good. Yeah. That's all that matters. <laughs> and, yes, and I, I do wonder if she actually was serious when she, uh, when she said that if her dad found out about her reading that that shoujo manga that that she would have to sleep in the doghouse. Like, was that was they, was she serious when she said that? Or uh, I, I, hope, I hope she wasn't. I think part of I think part of it is is true. Like, she would be incredible, incredibly in wait, she would she would be. An incredible amount of trouble. True. If the dad found out. Now, if that mean, meant she would have to sleep in the doghouse, <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, huh. Real quick, since you brought it up, th- that uh-huh. part in the in in the chapter, there's a moment where Kaguya like kind of thinks about what she said. Oh and yeah. Chika Chika clarifies, what sleeping with uh, Pizu or with her dog. Right, right. But then, <laughs> but then Kaguya's like, oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Is she playing dumb there? Because, because uh, uh, yes, I understand. Like she just found out, you know, about right. sexual orientation, but <laughs> she was thinking about that phrase. Why would she suddenly think about that phrase unless she was thinking of something inappropriate, or you know? I do, I do think she was trying to play dumb, probably. Okay. I th- or at least that, that's how I interpret yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That that's how I was. That's the only way I could interpret it with it without it just being really odd. So. <laughs> right. But but uh, but then again, at the same time, I was like. But does that really fit? Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm glad I'm glad we're on the same page there. <laughs> right. Yeah. For, yeah. Good. For me, so going so going back to Chica. Yes. This volume, I I think she was amazing in this volume. Absolutely. So freaking amazing. <laughs> she was probably my favorite character, and because of that, I think she's my favorite right now. After three volumes, I think she's my favorite. Lovely, I, lovely. I you know I hate to be one of those like <laughs> anime only, you know. Or not anime only. That's the wrong one. Just you know, there's people who see the ending of Chica. It's like, oh my gosh, she's she's cute and she has opai, so you know, I'm gonna love her. <laughs> um, but after after reading this chapter, there's or not this chapter, just seeing her progression to. I mean, she's not having incredible character growth, but you just see more and more of her personality, and yeah. there's more perfect comedic timing that just really makes her shine in, in my book because not only do we see the comedic side but and obviously we, she's a bit of an airhead especially that chapter with Hayasaka that that one <laughs> that one may be a little little too much of a I love that chapter <laughs> but uh, we also see how much of a troublemaker she is yeah and, and with you know getting Kaguya to laugh as much as she did yeah and then but and then but above that like you were mentioned before, we see how I feel like 
that chapter of the shoujo manga showed that there's a part of her that wants 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 that love like wants maybe maybe mm-hmm. wants a relationship yeah. and maybe that goes together with her not being able to fit in with some of her other friends or uh, you know classmates right. now obviously obviously in before she was really only talking about you know female classmates but I th- I think that goes to the boys as well. I maybe for some reason she doesn't have that chance to have a close relationship with anybody yeah. for various reasons. Probably <laughs> her father being probably the biggest one, but maybe also something about her personality. Maybe that maybe yeah. that gets her into trouble. Yeah, no, um, I think I think she's been affected, like her personality mm-hmm. or just her, like she has been affected by, by the way, her father, you know deals with her and 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 like the 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 shelteredness and strictness at home mm-hmm. i think that has affected her possibly to to the point where she has a harder time getting close to other other kids and like other mm-hmm. you know classmates and stuff like that right potentially totally for sure yeah. so that that's basically what i i got from chica th- this chapter i mean she she was wonderful and and my favorite one by far was Battle Twenty Two, where Chica Fujiwara wants to be eaten. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hilarious, hilarious uh, title. Yeah. But, but <laughs> a hilarious title for a hilarious chapter. Probably one of my favorite chapters. I was so sad to hear that this one hasn't been animated yet. Apparently. Sadly, yeah. Uh, at oh, least, gosh. like I, I'm like nine. Like I, I, I did rewatch season one recently, and mm-hmm. yeah, I do not remember seeing, seeing it. Uh, this chapter there sadly uh (laughs) but it is it is a great chapter and like seeing just how how into that shoujo manga chica was (laughs) it was great to see that yeah (laughs) you know i always wondered do girls do girls like that kind of thing i guess they have to if they're so popular but for me it was it was just so it just didn't make any sense to like that kind of personality you see from the boys in the shoujo manga but i mean obviously this is a this is a fiction but according to this right author there are <laughs> girls like like chica who really like these type of uh, romances but <laughs> i mean there's all sorts of people <laughs> there are all sorts of people you're right you know anyway and i'll talk more about it in the comedic section because i i mean i could devote the whole chat the whole section to this chapter for me personally it's just all right. so beautiful, so <laughs> sweet uh i have one last thing about chica and it's that uh, a pretty nice thing i thought was how basically she earns some newfound respect from yuki when she teaches him volleyball oh yeah 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 she really shines in that one she really does and like for miyuki cuz miyuki like up until that chapter he never really you know viewed her very highly you know he he she was all like in in miyuki's mind chika was always like the stupid one mm-hmm. more or less like even like that, that that became very obvious i thought in the in the french chapter at the end mm-hmm. of last volume where he just naturally assumes okay well at least i'm not the only one who doesn't know french since chika is here <laughs> which obviously he was dead wrong on that but uh <laughs> But you know, and for for him to actually respect her, like like, get this new new kind of respect for for her, I thought was really nice. Indeed, although it is funny because she's not particularly great 
athletic. I think that's what they imply in the manga. But the fact yeah. that she can just simply hit the ball over the net <laughs> just puts her on a, a whole other level to Miyuki. And yeah. I mean, I mean, if if you read the chapter, you know Miyuki's Miyuki's <laughs> skills are just so pathetic that oh, yeah. just being able to hit the ball over the net is godlike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I thought I thought that was that was nice though, and like just the fact that she like yeah she might she might not be like at the end it's possible that he was even better than she was mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, but the fact that she stuck with him throughout all the training and all that I think right. earned her a lot of points in in Miyuki's book. I agree, and I think it shows uh, her commitment to to helping out a friend. Uh-huh. And so that yeah, I do like that chapter as well. And the her final line where she's like, "I raised that boy." Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, that is so good, <laughs> so beautiful. Ah, uh, amazing. Very well. Shall we move on to the newcomer, Yu Ishigami? Yes. Yes. Uh, so just first off, I just wanted to like just touch on his introduction, like the first page like the first chapter he's introduced immediately he's like i want to quit the student council <laughs> <laughs> oh man and obviously that was because of these death glares death stares that we we talked about a little bit before from from kaguya uh, that he noted and <laughs> and that he also noticed those glares from kaguya on on chica which ha- like we as readers have noticed those throughout the mm-hmm. previous chapters obviously and 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 it seems like Miyuki, oh, sorry, seems like Yu has also picked up on those, and he even even notices like the looks of uh, I guess desire on uh, like that that yeah. Kaguya has uh, toward Miyuki, and like e- even that's something that Yu has has noticed, and like or like I, I, he he to him it looked like like a, a hunter kind of watching its prey, like that, I th- something like that was how he described it. But obviously, we know that it's because she desires him in a in a romantic mm-hmm. way. Uh, but yeah, I thought I thought that was that that, that was a really nice introduction chapter to him, because we get this we get this uh, understanding of how perceptive of a person he is, and you know how he notices th- things that most other characters don't really uh, pay attention to necessarily. Yeah, I I love how observant he is, especially compared to most of the other characters. I think. Hayasaka is is pretty observant herself. For sure. I mean, terms. she's like trained in that sort of thing, kind mm-hmm. of. Especially in terms with Kaguya. So, yeah. uh, so there's that. But of all the people in the student council, it does seem like Ishigami is the most observant, especially compared to Chika, who's another, who's kind of an outside player. I mean, Chika has her moments, but I do think that uh, Chika's a little more oblivious to this whole love battle between Kaguya and Miyuki than, than say, Ishigami is. Because there was a moment yeah. where he suspected that Kaguya maybe had feelings for Miyuki, but I, I think... I, I don't know if he necessarily suspected well, he, it. he says that. I could have sworn he said that. He said that he thought they would have been a good match. I think that's oh, what that's, he said. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's why he asks her, uh-huh. do you like Miyuki? Yeah. <laughs> so I think I think he did suspect it, but then when she said no, he's like, "Oh, well, that's a shame. You guys would have been a good match." Right. Uh, but yeah, like it, it it is it is definitely he's he's the perceptive one because, as you said, Chica isn't really she is oblivious to it, and we we even have kind of proof to that in this volume, 
in the in the volleyball chapter where there's a point like bef- like toward the end of the training, I guess I think it is, where basically like the Miyuki and Chika talk about how Miyuki wants to keep training, and 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 Chika understands that it's to impress someone, probably a girl. Like she, she assumes that, and uh. then and, and you know, she, she asks like, who is it? Who is it? Like who who are you? Who, who do you want to impress? So she doesn't. She apparently doesn't know like about mm-hmm. that. Um, that said, though, like even though yeah, she isn't the perceptive or observant, uh, like like Yu Ishigami is, but mm-hmm. she. But I do think still that Chika has another kind of way of uh, maybe not being observant, but being able to kind of understand people uh, in a different way that maybe the other characters don't necessarily do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, back to you, Ishigami. Um, when Miyuki, I think it's also in the first uh, first chapter with you, uh, when Miyuki brings up the idea of, you know, he 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 tells you to, like, you got to be able to trust your friends. And uh, yeah, I did like that. You you seems pretty taken aback by that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it seems like that's something important for his character, something that maybe he has struggled with in the past, maybe something he's still struggling with. I mean, I, I, yes, definitely something that he's still struggling with, but um, yeah, it seems like seems like there's something there. Just wanted to point that out, I guess. Yeah, no, I, I agree uh, that that moment did make me think, you know, why Good. You know, that's going to be important for him um, even as Kaguya stabs him or you know, <laughs> oh. threatens him, yeah, oh, um, I felt so sorry for him. Like, oh man, he just wants friends, or well, wants to guy. He just he needs friends, supportive friends, he and does. right now he just has he ha- basically only has Miyuki and this murder uh, lady. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, um, can I just say this chapter is so d- well done because. Uh-huh. Um, it's a great way to introduce Ishigami and his, and his personality. And as a reader, you're thinking, "Well, oh, okay, Kage wouldn't Kage wouldn't kill anybody." And then she comes out in blood with a knife, and you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. just it's so it's so well done um, from it, a, it from really... a comedic timing. Yeah, and and also the fact that you had these thoughts like, oh. She's gonna kill Chica next. It's like, and, and then, and then, and then, of course, Chica is the one who comes in with a knife, knife in her chest. It's like, oh no! It's so true. And during the whole um, time, he's like, "It's a trap! It's a trap, Miyuki! Don't, don't believe it!" Yeah. Oh my it. god! Yeah, it's so good. It's so great. But the other chapter that's kind of Ishigami focused is where they're talking about the budgets. Yes. And when they start talking about the budgets, and they they go on to. Um, art. You know, they talk about archery and whatnot, and that's. I mean, obviously, that's hilarious. Yeah, one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, we'll talk about later. So much laughter. Yeah, but what I like about it is how naturally the conversation goes from one topic to the to the other. Oh yeah. And you do you you see how how Ishigami thinks and how jealous he is of the guys who have a boy or a girlfriend in the uh-huh. you know in the sports thing, and then you know then he goes on to they talk about budget and they talk about the archery thing and then obviously he leaves to go hang himself but yeah <laughs> that's a sad but uh, <laughs> no I, I I just felt the conversation was very natural and usually 
how the how the chapters go is they'll have one topic and they kind of stay on that topic. At least in the first volume, it was like that. But as we go along, I feel like the topics are changing as we as you go along in the chapter. Like it's becoming more fluid and more Definitely. conversational. Conversational, like so. Uh, I don't know. I, just something I noticed more with Ishigami being there. Yeah. Yeah. No. Past. Absolutely. Like that's definitely one thing. Like the the chapters flow more naturally and don't feel like each chapter isn't necessarily just about one thing necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's definitely something that kind of it moves toward that direction more as the, as the series progresses. But also, uh, also just the fact that each, like going from one chapter to the next doesn't feel like oh that was one chapter and that's the next chapter. It 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 mm-hmm. it, it does become more and more like. Um, well, less episodic. It feels less, yeah. less, and less episodic, I suppose. And like as if like the whole the the, the grand big story, uh, you know, moves cool along. You know, looking forward uh, to it. More so like that, yeah. And and actually, I I also of course loved that that uh, that scene when when they were talking about the budgets, and like it's like I I, I was feeling so much for you in that. And like in and all and like when he was talking about all those things, I don't mean that I agree because he said a lot of really outrageous things. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he's a troubled teenager. Come he on. <laughs> he really he really really is. And and the, I like I can't stress that enough. I, like I don't think he you know had the right to say some of those really strange uh, things he said. But but when he's talking about the importance of your girlfriend, like that, I agreed with that so hard. Like. If you have a girlfriend, yeah. you should fucking treat her right, you know? It's, yeah. That, that's something I felt so strongly for. And I feel like you, he has this this strong sense of justice, you know? Mm. Uh, and I adore that about him. Like, he's such a such a kind soul, like, such a good kid. I value that so much in him. Mm. I totally agree with that kind soul. I never thought about him being someone who values justice so much, but that 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 makes a lot of sense, at least based on just this chapter i think you know it, mm. it, it that that does make sense for his character so that's a good yeah a good way to put it i like yeah, that it, it's like he wants like everyone to be treated fairly and like mm-hmm. that that's that that's what i kind of was able to take away from from this specific chapter at least uh, at least you know f- from this volume right i think it's also a little bit of you know it's it's unfair that these guys who don't treat their girlfriends <laughs> right have girlfriends and then i don't like, come Absolutely. on. <laughs> yeah, that's I think, also I think it's, a big part I think it's part a little it. bit of that. For sure. But I, I, I do agree that, you know, it's 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 unfair to the girls. You know, it's we live in society mm. where the sports people are, <laughs> but the jocks are more desirable than, you know, the, the nerds and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, that, definitely. There's both jealousy and, like, some kind of righteous... Uh, uh, Desire. Just, like, yeah, thing. Yeah, so it's it's a mix of good and bad bad things, I suppose. But <laughs> but I definitely I, f- I feel it so so hard, you know, with with the especially like the yeah yeah I guess you treat know your girlfriend right yeah or anyone in general just treating hmm. people uh, right yeah uh, and yeah that that's one of the reasons I love Ishigami. Yeah, um, for sure. We we learn in the little bio page about him. We learn that he's generally pretty unmotivated to do schoolwork. 
Um, like he doesn't do well in school. We also, I guess, we also learned that through the actual chapters that mm -hmm. he doesn't really care too much about doing school. <laughs> you know, he buys a new video game like right as like, the the exam <laughs> is about to come up. It's Bro, like... <laughs> hashtag relatable, man. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh my gosh, <laughs> all of us nerds can relate to that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I, I, it's nice to have a character like that here, um, because he. I mean, yeah. I, I think at least early in the story, like right here, and maybe enough for another volume or two, he does feel a lot like. I guess a little bit like the stereotypical kind of emo character. Hmm. But at the same time, he does have like, obviously not too much yet, but he does have this thing we talked about. Uh, this like sense of justice and wanting everyone to be treated fairly like that kind of thing uh, even though it's just kind of touched on a little bit here uh is something that i i think is nice and that sets him apart from just like a stereotype um yeah like sure to a big extent he kind of feels like that at this point but there's like a little bit of other things so far and with as is true with every single character that we've talked about in the, on this podcast so far they're all gonna get so much deeper eventually and Hmm. There are no stereotypes anymore, you know, in this in this story. But we'll but yeah, we'll we'll get there. Uh, yeah, for, yeah, I I <laughs> I bet we will. I I just one last thing I want to say, at least from my part with hmm. Ishigami is. In in the bio, it says the background. He's a background character, rather than, yeah. rather than a main character. Because obviously Kaguya and Miyuki are the main characters, but it says that Chika is. In the past, it said that she was a main character, and it even says she's a main character in the very beginning of the volume. I agree. That that is strange. I, it's something I thought about too. Uh, the way Akasaka like puts those labels sort of on his characters yeah. don't always make sense to me. Oh, okay. uh, so I, I don't I don't put too much uh, like focus on that anymore because <laughs> it's also been something that's I mean like mm, that that doesn't seem right. Like that doesn't sound right. Gotcha. Uh, but. But yeah, um, I, I only had one last thing um, I wanted to point out about Ishigami, and it's it's related to his, I guess, observing, uh, perceptiveness, where in one of the chapters he notices that Chika changed her conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes on to explain how, you know, it smells sweeter than before. <laughs> and in the end, yeah, he, she just calls him, like, being creepy for that. And <laughs> She's so blunt. Yeah, I, exactly. That, oh, that, that that's one of the awesome things about Chica. She's like, dude, that's kind of creepy. Uh, <laughs> and of course, that 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 line just crushes you. Mm. Like, poor poor boy. Um, he just wanted to compliment her. <laughs> it's so like I I feel like you know that that gift or I guess you could call it gift he has um, of of being so perceptive. It is both a blessing and a curse, you know, because it definitely yeah. definitely backfires <laughs> like that sometimes. Uh, poor guy poor guy yeah I, I just love how conscious that she gets w with her hair after ishigami says that mm. i mean poor ishigami but <laughs> she starts like sniffing her hair yeah like does it smell <laughs> funny like i i don't know like it makes you, like do they just not have a great image of him like i don't know it's yeah it's interesting interesting that they would if she would be so taken aback by him Saying, I, mean, I guess that is a little strange. Maybe, maybe it's maybe it's even strange in Japanese society or something like that to be to be that observant. 
it, it, it could also do with her sheltered, maybe her shelteredness. Maybe she's not used to that kind of compliment. I don't know. I or don't know. may, or maybe you'll get some kind of explanation to that later in the story. <laughs> really? To that? I don't know. Maybe. Wow. Not, not, okay. uh, not from Chica's perspective. Uh, actually, never mind. I'm not gonna go into this. Um, <laughs> but, but, um, you said she she got self conscious about her hair, kind of like sniffing that kind of looking at that she reacted pretty much the same way after well after she had given you the the whooping after he you know did her you know motions for her big (laughs) chest Uh, like obviously her first response was to to whack him but after (laughs) that you see her kind of standing like covering her breast a little bit it's like uh, kind of a similar kind of almost kind of embarrassment kind of thing as she does with her hair in that in that chapter Mm -hmm. Was what I uh, I noticed. So, yeah, That's you true. you has bad luck with timing, bad luck with, I guess words, and I guess or or, or just bad luck with people. I I don't know what which it is. Bad luck with women. Let's just be but, honest. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have, or it's 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 hard to have good luck with women. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, but yes, moving on to my favorite girl, Ai Hayasaka. Yeah, she had she had some good moments. She really, really did. And so you said before when we were talking about Chika, you said that by the, by now she has become your favorite character. Yeah, shocking, which, shockingly, which is, it's awesome. And I, I gotta say, like just real quick regarding Chika, I really am enjoying her more uh, now than I did like my first read through. Hmm. Uh, I will say that, and you know, I I adore her. But anyway, yeah, I, yeah. I, it's like I, I said last when we talked about Volume Two last episode. I said that she had become my favorite by then. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Maybe I was mistaken. Maybe it was by this volume. It was definitely at least by this volume, though. Like, yeah, by now. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, so, if I was wrong about her being my favorite when I read Volume 2 the first time, then at least it was by Volume 3. Mm-hmm. So, we learned that she has, uh, like, through her bio page, we learned that she usually, like, she hides her real self behind made-up personas like she has like a popular girl persona and a, yeah a, that was so interesting per- personal assistance persona like those two are her like main ones but apparently she has several others uh which is yeah kind of a sad thing i think for, yeah, for yeah, her I to agree. to feel this need to hide the real her doesn't um, it say that only like the narrator says only kaguya is the one who's seen the real uh, mm-hmm. I uh, Hayasaka. It's so hard for me to just call her I. I don't know why. Yeah, I I, Hayasaka. I I tried to call her I, and I tried to call Ishigami you because those are their like given names, First I names, and you. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they are such kind of weird names in English. Um, mm-hmm. but but yeah, but anyway, uh, but yeah, you're right. Whoa, uh, I never thought about that. You and I. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I, See, I in Japanese is love. I so I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I so that's what get, I, I just whenever you say I, I mean I mean it's fine. It's a name. It's a cute name. I'll give her that. But it is. It's <laughs> I don't know. It's just so hard for me to say that. So I just stick with the Hayasaka part. Right. And, and it, <laughs> for some reason I don't I don't you is is fine. I guess I just like saying Ishigami more. Uh-huh. Fair. I don't know why. Fair. Yeah. But but anyway, anyway uh, you're you're right about that and like about. Kaguya is supposedly one of the very few who has seen her actual real personality. 
And Kaguya describes, at least according to the bio, Kaguya describes that personality as like a coward or a crybaby. Yeah. Supposedly. Which is kind of sad for... And like, I feel like, it, could that be a reason? The fact that she's had her real personality be so criticized. Is that why she feels the need to hide it? Oh, or that's a good... Or is there something else? Like, I... I don't actually know. I mean, that's a that's a good a good thought. It maybe it could also be that she has these duties as an assistant, or or very well. I mean, I guess she has an assistant personality, so it could be just right. very various responsibilities or facades she feels like she needs to to have in order to be a functional member of society or just uh. have a have a good life. So maybe she has this kind of self doubt maybe some self-loathing in in what her real personality is and so she right. hides it behind all of these other facades yeah that's that's kind of a thought i had totally i could tell i could definitely see uh, definitely see that and also just the fact that apparently out of her two most used personas the assistant is one of them and so mm-hmm. based on that i feel like even when she is with kaguya who has seen her real personality but even mm-hmm. then, she probably doesn't actually wear her her real perso- per, like personality even with totally. Kaguya that much, based mm-hmm. on the fact that she has an assistant personality that she, or persona that that she uses frequently. Maybe it was usually when, when they were younger that that mm-hmm. she had like yeah just like was herself with Kaguya mm-hmm. possibly. Mm-hmm. I think since it's been hinted at or mentioned by Akasaka, there's no way that it's not going to come back. Yeah. In some some form, and I hope we get to see that side of her. Whether it's like a flashback or or a backstory into when Kaguya has seen it, or actually in the in the in the present time that we see it, I'm yeah. fine with either way. But I, mm-hmm. I I am looking forward because I'm sure we'll see it. I am looking forward to seeing that. Definitely. Yeah. I like it's the, the these kinds of mysteries or kind of you know where you don't you you think you know a character but but you you really don't really mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. uh i i enjoy those kinds of things a lot and that, i mean that, that's part of why i think uh, hayasaka is such a such an interesting character but something strange about her is like she's been working as as kaguya's assistant since she, since she was seven years old yeah that's crazy. that is crazy is that even allowed is that child labor i have no idea <laughs> like that's so weird uh i guess we shouldn't think about it too much i suppose i don't know i guess it's the family business yeah, I mean, but somehow, I yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that how that works. Because we learn in this volume that, like, back in probably, like, feudal Japan or something like that, uh, mm-hmm. maybe not exactly that, but, like, back in the day, like, supposedly the Hayasaka family was, like, a pretty big, rich uh, clan or family or something that was that was uh, beaten by the, Kag- or the Shinomiya mm-hmm. uh people and since then they've been serving them like very loyally like that but for that to carry over into like present day feels so odd yeah i mean you know it's it's interesting like it does feel odd but at the same time these are high society people we can't possibly understand their ways (laughs) true that (laughs) definitely definitely Um, a good point one one really minor thing about hayasaka and and maybe it's because this is the per- persona or personality she wants to show. But I feel like 
a lot of the shots with her, well, not a lot, but some of the shots are kind of uh, provocative. Does that make Definitely. sense? Definitely. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a moment where Kaguya kind of criticizes her outfit, the changes she made to the uniform, and then mm-hmm. she literally just sticks out her butt and she's like, well, you know, I made some loopholes. It's like, whoa. Yeah. And then, and then there's the part where she is in the, um, the the tight, the skin tight suit. Switch to the coffee the decaf. Anyway, but but her skin tight suit and that is like, whoa, hello. Uh, <laughs> yes. Zero suit Samus. Yeah, I mean it's some mission Mission Impossible stuff going on. Mission Impossible. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I, I mean, I'm into it, but, um, about, about like her changing up her school, uh, uniform, you know, she found those loopholes. I mean, quite a few loopholes mm-hmm. in, in the Shuchin Academy's dress code established by the disciplinary committee, which by the way, the disciplinary committee just mentioned by name in this volume is something I look forward to getting more into in the future. Really? So yeah. yes, believe it or I not. I guess I guess I should I should have expected them to <laughs> expand the different committees in this school, or like uh-huh. you know, wh- or you know what what committees we see and whatnot. So that's interesting. Right. So yeah, oh. look forward to that. <laughs> I just okay. want to tease that a little bit. Sure. Uh, yeah, going on 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 with that. Uh, I like she she believes strongly like in that beauty is essential for women you know if they want to if they want guys to think they're cute and like those mm. sorts of things uh or at least that's what she says we talked mm-hmm. earlier that you know she uses personas in different ways we don't know really when she is in which persona and what you know when when she speaks the truth or when she speaks her mind that's a good point but at least what she says is that it's essential uh for women to to make themselves as beautiful as possible. And that's something that she believes in. Yeah. But it's also mentioned that she and Kaguya are essentially like sisters due to having spent so much time together, you know, since childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, while at the same time, obviously still having this mistress-servant kind of relationship as well, of course. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but we talked last time a little bit about what, I, what actually are they to each other? Uh, mm-hmm. Like, are they, are they friends? Like, but yeah, if if they, if they do have what somewhat of a sister dynamic, you know, that, that does make sense. Right. Definitely. I agree. Mm-hmm. Anything more on I? Not really. I think she kind of plays the straight man in a lot of these uh, situations. I guess not so much the nail one, but especially in her chapter, she's basically there to, to comment on how outrageous Chica is. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope we I hope we get to see I really hope we get to see more uh Hayasaka in her just natural habitat or definitely in in, in other in other circumstances besides babysitting Chica. Way. <laughs> yeah. Although there was that one part where they were talking about like Pokemon Go and then yes. she and she basically fu- who uh tricks the the, the headmaster the headmaster that thank you. <laughs> Into into going to the gym to find a Pikachu, which was pretty pretty great. I lo- I yeah. like that scene, you know. It's, yeah. Oh yeah, that was really funny. Uh, was and great. so my last thing I just wanted to say about I, she's the on the cover front cover of this volume, and uh, I don't know if you have it in front of you right now or yeah, I do. Not. So, I just just a little thing I think is pretty 
nice with this volume and you know in in regards to her multiple personas that she assumes mm -hmm. if you take your hand you cover her right eye yeah yeah i yeah i saw that too she looks like just a cute cute happy girl and then you cover mm -hmm. her left eye she looks like really like devious and like oh she, she's got something fishy up her sleeve and i i just, I, I think that, that that was a really like nice uh way to draw her for for the cover and to really like show kind of you know what she's about for me i so i i had the same thing but for me it's more like you get the one side that's the popular side and then the other side is the servant side so if you cover up all her mouth except for the one side of the mouth that's you know where the more squinted eye is it's you know there's no smile there it's just flat so you kind of expressionless so that that reminds me of her assistant side. True, true. So that that's how I interpret it. Right, um, and it it does make sense. It does make sense, and and the fact that those two were the personas mentioned as her two primary ones. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you're you're right. That's probably the case. But you do bring it into points like there's some you say there's something devious about the other the other sides. It's like hmm. Maybe. <laughs> that does make that does make me think. Maybe. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so I think the, the these were the major characters that we've talked about now uh, from this volume, but there are definitely a couple of small ones that I want to talk a little bit about as well. So we have Nagisa Kashiwagi. She comes back oh, slightly, yeah. slightly. Very uh, slightly. She's like in a, you know, holding hands with her boyfriend, and she is in a panel where she's, I think, really, really sweet uh, little panel where she is helping her boyfriend study because mm. she at least on the exam before the one that was involved in this volume, she yeah. was the, the fourth. She was number four mm -hmm. from, from the top. Yeah. So she was like one of the top students in, in the school. Meanwhile, her boyfriend is on the lower half. Like, <laughs> he was not doing so hot last exam. And uh, so to see her help him study like now, is like since they've become a couple relatively recently, like I, I just thought that was really a really sweet little panel that they showed there. It is. Uh, I agree. And it's, it was also interesting to see that Kashiwagi went down to seven but yes. the boyfriend, I don't remember how far he jumped, but he jumped considerably high. Yes. Than before. He, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, she, she, yeah. She dropped down to seven, but he he hopped up like incredible. He did an incredible uh, mm -hmm. leap up, uh, and I imagine you know they had a little bit of an influence on each other potentially, you know. <laughs> uh, or well, I mean, I guess she had a lot of influence on him. Right. Um, being the being the winner of the of the war of love. After all, mm, she, yes, would, she, she, she would have more of an influence. <laughs> <laughs> Whip that boy into shape. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and obviously Kashiwagi's boyfriend. I want to touch a little, little bit on him. I have one question. Why do they? Okay, we. Oh yeah, we already discussed why they never had why he never's name because he's a loser. He doesn't matter. That's yes. right. He... <laughs> exactly. So Kashiwagi's boyfriend. I wanted to ask you mm -hmm. when he came to the student council in this volume. Do you think he went there for advice, or do you think Kaguya was right in assuming he went there just to brag or to show off? Uh, I really <laughs> do, do think, think, I really do think he went to advice, but I I think there sometimes there's a part of people where, you know, they, maybe they're unconsciously bragging in a way, like oh I have this problem mm. I I don't know how to hold their hand like the solution is simple, <laughs> but. Yeah. You know, they they over they overthink it and you know, they say, "Oh, I got to go. I got to go ask someone, ask someone." You know, maybe yeah. he just got too excited about it all. It's a little I'm making it more, probably making it sound complicated, but I do think his intentions were there, but 
at the same time, I, I do think there was a there was a hint of um, lack of a better word bragging in there. <laughs> um, n- not and and not from you know from him wanting to brag. Just I think it's just natural for for people to do that. Right. That's I think that's a fair answer. I and I'm I'm probably I probably agree with you that it if it seemed like bragging it wasn't intentional. Mm-hmm. I, I I could probably agree with you there on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I think it's definitely way more sincere than um in insincere like he, him trying to brag. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I absolutely. And and it was Kaguya who had this who had that thought. And I do feel Good like point. you know, she she does She may be projecting. She 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 may be projecting and she also doesn't always think the best of people, you know. That's true too. Uh, so but both of them those, those combined I think yeah, yeah. Uh it was just 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 her thinking that. Um but hey, if anyone's listening to this and they disagree with us, please let us know yeah. in the comments. Sure. Maybe <laughs> you think Kashiwagi boyfriends is a scumbag. I mean, hey, <laughs> it could happen. Right. But don't say anything that you may or may not know from the future. Oh, crap. He's a scumbag? No, what? I'm not, Im- I'm not implying. I said may or may not know. That's me implying uh, nothing. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Just... <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I, I'm kidding. I don't know. Just keep going. So... Next character I wanted to touch just slightly on, literally, we got a name reveal, or maybe we didn't. I can't actually remember. Wait, did we get if, a name reveal? If we Sorry, did. So, Shirogane's little sister. Did we know oh, prior yeah. to this volume that her name was K, or or was uh, it revealed in this? I can't I think remember. It was reveal- I think it was revealed here, but remind me again where... Because, because the only other place it probably would have been revealed is when uh, Kaguya calls... Yeah, that's Miyuki. the first time we that's the first time we kind of hear her voice, uh. or well, we see her speech bubbles, um, but I don't think her name was the mentioned name there. Is there. I don't think what's, so. What's the chapter with the name? Uh, I you know I think it was the one where she accuses, uh, like the, with the nail polish, where Miyuki thinks back to when he said that her that his sister had a too short of a skirt. Oh yeah, she and yeah, she, she, she accused him of sexual harassment. She's like Shine, or well, she, yeah, she tells him to die, go die. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if it was there, uh, but that's that's what I think right now. At least I know that her name was mentioned in this volume, probably the first time we saw it in a volume. So I just wanted to mention that, I suppose. So I, I have seen her. I've only seen her in the anime. Um, I see, but. I do know that Volume Four has her on the cover, so I'm expecting. Indeed. I'm, ex- I'm expecting her to be there, but I wasn't too. Uh, impressed, maybe the wrong word, but uh, she didn't leave too much of an impact on me, impression on me when I first saw her. Right. So. Yeah. No. She like, just based on the first season, like no, mm-hmm. she definitely doesn't have too much going on there. Uh, but yeah, j- just knowing, knowing about her, I guess for now. Yeah. He, yeah. He. <laughs> It's when it's when he comments on the skirt. He says K is in your right. Skirt. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and yeah, so as far as I was aware, that was the first time we heard her name, and um, we already talked about the headmaster playing Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. That was really the only thing I had written about him. <laughs> um, Weird. And and I wanted to another name that we see in this volume, but we don't have a, we don't have a face to them. We don't know anything about them. 
but I just wanted to lift up a name for you to maybe keep in mind for the future. Okay. Ranked third on this on the exam is Maki Shijo. Only one point behind Kaguya. Oh yeah. Looking at the scoreboard, it's really like Miyuki uh, Kaguya and this Maki are really like kind of in a league of their own because the gap between the third and the fourth bot is is a bit bigger than you than the other like gaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we don't know, or well, I do, but we we don't know who this Maki Shijo is. But it seems like you know, she might be someone, and yeah, just uh, just keep that in mind. Okay. Any other character you wanted to talk about that we, if, in case I missed anything here? I mean, just the the typical girl watching Kashiwagi and her boyfriend from afar. She was there just very briefly, but not. But just, right. I just like to bring her up because I know like just from our discussions that she's going to come back in some yes in some or she's going to make an entrance in some form. I always like I said, I always thought she was just this comedic thing. You know, up until now, I've always just thought she's or you know been a joke for unrequited love but mm, anyway mm. she's there again she is indeed and i yes i love her but yeah her appearance was very brief this this volume yeah, yeah. <laughs> they even had to zoom in on her and like it got all <laughs> like <laughs> but yes moving on to the comedy Woo. the funniest moments that made us laugh our asses off in this in this uh volume I'll start with mentioning uh, that when Kaguya and Miyuki both pretended that they forgot their umbrellas, I that is pretty great. I thought I thought that was really funny, and like I, I think before the point when Kaguya starts to get kind of very much the upper hand and like it moves to the to the climax where 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 Chika shows up, like before that when when it's just this really like just kind of awkward situation, <laughs> and and you don't know like okay well how are they gonna how are they gonna get out of this one. <laughs> And then, and then it turns out that they both actually have umbrellas, and it's, it's really funny. For for me, that chapter, I I mean, it, it's funny the whole way, but it gets it gets even funnier as you go because you get Miyuki's expression of basically being being caught in his own lie, right. uh, where she's like, "Well, then why did you take the train today?" And he's like, oh, "Yeah, oh yeah, you're right." It's, go, it's so good, and then and then the next part where she's she uh. she's getting her like death stare, not death stare, but just like. I don't, I don't know I don't know what you call that stare but it's terrifying yeah. and, and she he accuses him of how would you not or, or or he basically accuses him of hearing the weather forecast and his face is looking like that 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 oh. panel if you if we're if you're on the same panel as I am mm-hmm. he's that reminds me of that scene in alien where Signori <gasps> Weaver is you know basically terrified of, of the of the mouth of the alien coming incredibly close to her and it's it's a popular gif that's used yes. um and you know there's also a, a one with a dog that's you know scared of another dog like showing its teeth and everything <laughs> and that's what it reminds me of <laughs> like, oh. is like it's like this alien getting really close to his to his face and he's like <gasps> <laughs> Not that Kaguya is gross like an alien or anything. It just it just reminds me of that moment. Yeah, I mean she she's almost as scary. Yeah, really. And that, and, <laughs> and, and catching him in his lie, basically. Yeah. Um, so I I do love that 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 moment is so great. Uh, but for me, is. the the icing the the cherry on top <sighs> was the next page with with Chika just appearing out of nowhere. That True. that in itself is kind of horrifying. 
I mean, the next page where she says, hey, you can use my umbrella. I mean, that, you know, that that's really funny. But it, it's the fact that Kaguya has no idea. She's just like, oh, you know, she's getting she's moving on to the next phase of her plan. Yeah. But the, the, the Chica's just there with this this this, this <laughs> smile, this horrifying smile. I, I love it so much. And then and then she winks at Kaguya and she's like, don't don't forget it next time, you silly, careless Kaguya. <laughs> that was so good. I love that. So good. <laughs> Uh, that that was a great way to to start the volume. Really was, I really think. was. Which is a classic, classic battle. Mm-hmm. My favorite chapter, as I'm sure you are, you've already figured out, Petter, as I couldn't even <laughs> contain myself in, in our uh-huh. Discord discussion, it, it is the one where sh- the shoujo manga, the Chika Fujiwara, wants to be eaten. <laughs> I yeah. So when when they when they first open the book, and the first page they see is that kind of scandalous page. Kage <laughs> <laughs> immediately shuts it, and then they have this tug of war. That I literally had to sh- cover my mouth because I could not. And it was late at <laughs> night too. I didn't want to ra- wake my roommate, and, and so oh. I was dying because I, I I did not know about this. It was so freaking funny, and just it and is. the fact she still had like she had. I did not. I think part of it is I did not expect that reaction from Kaguya. I I not Kaguya. Um. Chica, uh-huh. I, I, I thought because she was so so sheltered, I thought she would take the, oh my gosh, I can't believe what I just saw. I need to go wash my eyes out or something like that. Especially how she <laughs> handled the whole magazine and um, oh yeah, you know you know how many people have done it mm-hmm. thing. How she handled that. Yeah. But in this case, she she just like I, I need it. I need more. <laughs> and like it was, yeah, honestly, it was yeah, that, that is great. that is really funny. <laughs> Yeah, I, so I guess good. you know she, she was able to contain herself in the in the previous the magazine chapter, but this I, I time she so. was, she just wanted all of it. <laughs> and I love how how Kaguya kind of in her mind she sees she sees Chika as a cow. <laughs> 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 like that detail was just so funny to me too. <sighs> it is it is really great. So I this chapter is has a special place in my heart now. It may be my favorite nice. for, com- for comedically. It, awesome. it is it is my favorite cuz not only that one more it's one more thing is when when they look at when they first open the page you you have to flip the page in order to see what they see and yeah. so that just adds to the shock and then their reaction <laughs> as well it's, yeah. it's so good i agree you just flip that page and it's this shojo very like hot <laughs> yeah. scene <It's>, <laughs> yeah so so good yeah love it um one of the one other of the really f- like funniest scenes in this in this volume to me was the uh, I guess m- primarily the beginning of the volleyball chapter mm. where you see Miyuki like he he's slamming his head into oh the volleyball <laughs> like how does that even happen how does he do that <laughs> oh yeah that, that that's just so that's just so funny it yeah it's amazing I think the anime does an amazing job at adapting this chapter, um, at least for me, because the, there's a moment where there's a there's a time a part where he does a bunch of serves and then it just slowly it, it just like it cuts to uh, Chica's face multiple times and she her voice goes higher and higher as she's just like appalled or like shocked at 
how she can't, right. can't even hit the ball. I mean, it's kind of <laughs> like this in, in, in the manga, but I, I think they did an even better job in the anime of emphasizing that in my opinion. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, they, they, they used that same, like, just intense, like, expression from Chica, mm-hmm. but they kind of mm-hmm. built, built up to it in the, in the anime yeah, in a really funny way. Sure. <laughs> Definitely. But, not to take away from the manga manga's credit, I think they did a fantastic job and oh for sure uh, for sure you know it, I mean obviously it's it's their source material <laughs> and <laughs> um, you see you see their I guess you see his progression more and how hard Chica had to work for it but my, what what really what really made me laugh is just at the very end not only that line where she says I raised that boy which is <laughs> um, uh-huh. but the fact that her bow has bandages on it. That's oh. so funny to me. Yes. Why would the bow have bandaged? <laughs> that oh. is hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so You're good. right. Little oh details. Little details. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. And we get Kage being like proud mom. Well, ha ha. how she says it in the anime. It's so great. Uh. <laughs> so great. Really, really. And uh Wiener. Oh yes, we can't forget Wiener. That is also so very good. Uh, that's also very well done in the anime, might I add. It's so good, and I I feel like maybe a reason why they didn't adapt the shoujo manga in the anime what might have been because they felt like it had some of the same. I mean, obviously, definitely they 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 don't have the exact same stuff in them, but it in a way has some of the same purpose as the Wiener uh, chapter, in the sense really? that. Or at least the way I see it is because uh. both, the, or the, really only in one level actually, but in in the the way that I see that they do kind of where they do kind of match each other is where it's about Kaguya having learned from the doing it your first time chapter. Uh, yeah, you know she's learned from that, and she's actually true at, by by that point she knows more about those sorts of terms and 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 those sorts of things in general, mm-hmm. so that she has been affected in a, like, you know, in, in a way like she, she has in in some way grown in that, in that front. But yes, like the Wiener chapter is, is hilarious. Like, yeah. Cause we got, for first we got Chica, you know, just start like teasing Kaguya with it. You know, her dream came true. She got, she got to see, she got to see Kaguya laughing her ass off. And then Miyuki comes into the room, and she's oh like th- this thing where she tries to get Miyuki to say it. <laughs> it's also so funny. <laughs> she's so devious. She's oh, <laughs> she really, really is. Especially like I when she it. gets excited, when she's yeah. like really into it, she she can really like go uh, go far. Her. What I love about this chapter is that first first page. It starts so innocent, which is I just would love to. Mm. I love seeing you laugh, I, and then you know I would love to make you laugh hysterically. Yeah, and unbe- un- unbeknownst to her, she finds she finds that way so quickly, and <laughs> yeah. it just it turns from an, a a sweet innocent desire to uh-huh. a you know l- devious little uh, mischievous <laughs> thing. You know, it's, it's I love so it. funny. <laughs> yeah, but I think honestly, I mean, the whole chapter is hilarious. But I think the funniest part of it to me. It's the very end of it after Miyuki runs out. Yes, and he's calling her pervert. Is, uh, yes, and and then we got. We got you on the other side of the door hearing, hearing like Kaguya and Miyuki or Kaguya and Chika talking about it. Like it makes it sound as, that, as if though Chika has a penis, basically, and that, <laughs> that's just so funny. It just kills me. 
<laughs> so uh. yeah, it's, I, I I love. It. He's just like, um. So do you really have one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yeah Amazing. the timing like use timing so is always and that, speaking of use timing when he's you know making the gestures for Kaguya's and, and Chika's breast size yes <laughs> oh, that also just kills me every time we got we got Miyuki kills being me. like dude stop it stop it dude like <laughs> Miyuki trying to warn him oh, oh my gosh and and just I th- I think it trend it I I my 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 memory is tainted because of the anime, right? But right. It's so so. Uh, I, I do remember <laughs> how they did it there, but I I do like the timing of her uh, of Chica getting coming into the the conversation and then uh-huh. making the fan and then wailing on him. Yeah. Um, oh my word! It's so good because <laughs> you know, it, it's it's almost like uh, an aside where the atmosphere goes from. Ishigami's gonna die. To oh, what's she doing? She's making something. Oh, that's cute. And then she goes back to Ishigami's. Gonna die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He has this terrified expression on his face when he realizes they're right behind him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the gasp. I and then, the and gasp. then, like, what, what, while she's whacking on him, he's just sitting there. Like, he probably feel <laughs> yeah. like I, I deserve this. I had this coming. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's just sitting there in shame. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Also, also the fact that Chika tries to bribe Ishigami with a Coke. Ah, yes, yes, like as the that, uh, politician's daughter. <laughs> so let me connect that to Attack on Titan. That oh. reminds me of Sasha <laughs> when she tries to bribe ah. what's it, Shad- Shadis with the potato. Shadis. Right? Shadis. <laughs> so, it's, just, it's like, wow, they really are similar characters. This is the, yeah, this is the second time you, you bring up uh, Sasha in this, right? uh, in this series. <laughs> Right. Ah, oh, yes. Ah, oh, that's that's actually really funny. Yeah, I just, I'll give you a coke. I just that. Oh. I'll so give good. you half of my coke, and then, and then she, she drinks a little more than half of it. Here you go. Yeah. No. You see, Chica is more generous than Sasha. <laughs> she is. Yeah, she would give out the whole thing. You're right. You're right. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, but yeah. And speaking about the coke in the chapter where Miyuki, like, he's talking about how how good it is to work, and like after a long day's work of sweating, you know, drinking water tastes like drinking coke. And then you, I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think it's Chika is like, then why don't you just drink coke? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I do, I do love that. Oh yeah, and I think the last really funny thing that really got to me was the chapter we talked about it a little bit with I mm-hmm. and Chica mm-hmm. uh, where I needs to needs to keep keep Chica in check uh, and, and Chica shows this like when they're texting oh, yeah. look at the, for the ribbon she shows this picture of her lying in the grass <laughs> with a bunch of chickens pecking at her it's like what and she has like these like rock and roll hands kind of like yeah. doing that that kind of those fingers and like, like so what's up funny. with that <laughs> i love that so, so much <laughs> part of me wonders uh, if the if the english was there in the japanese version as well sky burial like because you know i you know japanese people like english too they think it's pretty cool mm, so yeah. sometimes they'll use it randomly then again i could see her going for kanji as well instead but either way oh yeah, it, oh, yeah it's fair it's funny <laughs> yeah i love that Oh, I guess actually one more thing. The very last chapter where we had, we had like the whole, you know, 
quartet in the student council and they're talking about, you know, how they're going to do for the exam, what they're going to do, how they're going to study and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it just, you keep flipping the, flipping the page and like, all a lie. Oh, yeah, yeah. All a lie. So like, good. Everyone's saying so like something good. and it's yeah, all yeah. a lie. And then, and then Chica says something that I guess I'm not going to study then. And like, and you, you flip the page, she is serious. <laughs> <laughs> she is not lying. <laughs> She's the only sincere person here. Yeah. I, yeah, I remember just watching the, the anime version of this and uh-huh. that, that is just one of my favorite clips of Ishigami because mm. he, he says, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go home and study. And I, I, I honestly thought he was, he was being for real. And then, and he's like, nope, he's going to go play a video game he just bought. Exactly. I was like, oh my gosh, he's one of my people. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's so awesome. Just talking about all these scenes is just so funny in itself. Obviously, reading them is mm-hmm. hilarious, but just talking and thinking back on them just brings me so much joy. <laughs> oh, it's so good. And I don't know if I said this yet, but of all the... Maybe I did, but of all the volumes we've had, okay, only two before this. <laughs> this is the funniest one, hands hands down yeah, for me. I, I think mm. th- this is so comedy heavy, and that's why it's it's my favorite so far. Mm. However, there wasn't a whole lot of romance moments beyond maybe some blushing or, or whatnot. Yeah, um, I took a little bit of notes. I guess we can move on to romance right now. Sure, sure. I I just wanted to, yeah I, I yeah I just wanted to say that. For, from a comedic standpoint, this is the strongest volume yet. But from a romantic standpoint, you know, it's not not as strong as volume two, I think. Yeah, no, I, I I think I think you're right about that for the most part. Yeah, um, I think honestly, the first chapter may have had the most romantic part. With you know, they're walking mm-hmm. under the umbrella together. I mean, that alone was really nice. But the fact that they kept kept doing it yeah. after even after it stopped raining, that was right. so so sweet. Mm-hmm. It, it's yeah. a big moment. It, it is, honestly, yeah. Everything. I agree. <laughs> and Chika was a great help there. <laughs> yeah. Or at least she was a help to Miyuki. Maybe not as much to Kaguya, since Kaguya definitely had the upper hand there before yeah, Chika she, came in with the umbrella. But, she basically, but yeah. yeah, saved <laughs> uh, Miyuki there. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Uh, what other things did I write down for romance stuff? Um, I mean, you had the... You had the listening to the ear or listen it's the ear, listening to the same music and she wanted Kaguya wanted right. that romantic moment true, uh, true which was good but then you know it, there was a punchline to it and everything so kind of kind of took away from that moment but it was still it was still there like yeah um, be, be, before you before the twist it's it, like it feels like it's going to be something romantic potentially and mm-hmm. and yeah and, and then it is ultimately a joke about it but i mean i love it it's 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 great uh, but yes, uh, I do think, um, when Kaguya wants to show off her nail polish, I think that was, that oh, was that's, very sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact that at the end of the day, before Miyuki, you know, rides off on his bike, he like, he almost says that, you know, he almost gives her that compliment that she wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, he's so close. Like your nails were, pr- pr- come pr- on, man, pr- uh, <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I thought that was really sweet. Like for both, like both of them, both of them were like really shy about it. Like they they were both mm-hmm. very bashful, I guess, in that in that scene. For sure. But it was very nice, very nicely done. And also, in the chapter where Kashiwagi's boyfriend comes in, and and you know Miyuki goes on about we we gotta spend the summer working, uh, you know, 
Mm-hmm. Kaguya, like she apparently she had like all these plans, like plans for the summer. She wanted to go do things with Miyuki, and she yeah. you know gets really nervous when apparently it seems like maybe Miyuki's just gonna be working all summer. <laughs> uh, obviously, it works out in the end for her because she and and well mostly mostly thanks to to Chika, they were uh-huh. they were able to get Miyuki back on track sort of. Yeah. But but I thought it was nice to see that apparently Kaguya has like made. Made a bunch of plans and stuff. Yeah, that's mm. sweet. That's sweet. What shocked me is when Miyuki is looking over his, like, you know, or he's looking at the book and he's like, oh, maybe Kaguya wants a job. No, she wouldn't. And and But then she, she says, I wish he would ask me. I did not expect that from her. Right. Like, to, to be willing to work a part-time job but you know if it's with miyuki i guess she'll she'll take it <laughs> right exactly yeah yeah right. exactly it was that's also kinda, a little bit cute. it is it is really cute and i agree it was a little bit unexpected but also yeah it, it makes sense when you think about it yeah <laughs> yeah uh last thing i had on romance personally here is um well you kind of mentioned it in the beginning of the discussion today but oh basically the the fact that you know we we kind of understand that at least part of why Miyuki puts so much work and effort into his grades and into mm. his schoolwork is because he wants to be on an equal level with Kaguya, mm-hmm. you know, within her in her talents. That I think that alone is like I think that, that that's pretty sweet. And to, I agree. We obviously I I don't think that that she is the like the only reason, but she definitely is like part Major of the reason. reason. Yeah. 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 Big reason for why he puts so much work into it is because he wants to be on an equal ground with her and and to yeah be equal with the person he loves mm. yeah yeah I, I i agree it's a good romantic moment but let's be honest the best romantic moment happens with the undercover girl volume three yes oh my god i love i love that i love the undercover stuff <laughs> for this for the series <laughs> yeah uh, I, I I'm I like how creative he's being with those. It's pretty great. Really, yeah. Volume three and just just this mirror effect kind of on, <laughs> on it. It's so good. <laughs> so I guess I guess that's it for the actual volume discussion. Yeah. We both already share our favorite characters up to this point in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to update your uh, wish for who to confess their love first? Uh, I I think I'm still ho- hoping for um, Yuki to do it. But um, so Team Kaguya, <laughs> right? But right. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I mean, at this point, I could take. I, I'm okay with either, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I do think it would be sweet if Miyuki were to do it. Um, again, I do think Kaguya has her pride, but Miyuki's not unprideful either. And they both. No, and they're especially both with way this, too prideful. <laughs> right. Well, especially with this chapter, we see more of Kaguya's insecurities as well. True. So I think before we we mainly only saw Miyuki's insecurities. So I, I think I think mm. having confession would be bo- good for both of them. But in the end, I I, I, I mean, I'm still on Team Kaguya. But gotcha. We'll see. <laughs> we shall. We shall. Yeah, I guess that's it for the volume discussion of Kaguya-sama: Love Is War Volume Three. Thank Ooh. you to anyone who listened. You can find James's stuff on Intensity on YouTube, where he covers video game topics. He streams video games and talk, talks about, uh, you know, kind of video essays on different uh, video game topics. 
You can find me as Leon Morris on YouTube and SoundCloud, where I share all of the music that I compose and produce. And thanks again for listening. We'll see you in a week or two for volume four. Bye-bye. See ya. Waka waka!